Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Right. Hi, I feel like Helen. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Well, it was another one of those weeks where I kept thinking I'd missed a day as everything exciting <laughs> yes. that happened happened without anyone with a microphone being present, <laughs> which was a little disappointing. And the very many unconvincing PlayStation sessions were poor recompense, frankly. <laughs> We began the week at the church where the entire congregation was gathered around the church door trying to squint through the scrubbing marks to read what had been written on it. It turned out that Henry was the culprit, but we only found that out after Lee and Helen told each other not to tell Henry about the church door in front of Henry. Have they not figured out yet that A, they're not very good at whispering, B, whispering is rude, and C, it all gets so much worse when they don't talk to him. It's been years now and they still haven't got it. The upshot was an understanding chat with Alan, which was interrupted by Helen continually. She probably thinks that God would actually be much happier talking to her and not Alan. She just hasn't got the time to take his calls at the moment, but she'll probably add it to the list. Be God's emissary on earth, clean fridge racks. Pat rang her and Helen answered the phone with, oh, I'm glad you called. Can you do me a favour? I'm going to try that next time someone rings me. Don't let them say anything, or God forbid ask you to do something. Just get in quick with what you want. It definitely beats me answering the phone with, hello, sorry, have I not done that yet? Sorry. <laughs> Lee spent the week trailing round after Helen saying, have I done something wrong? Until he finally snapped and told her what she'd been doing wrong, which is what we've all been saying for months, and then ruined it by apologising and taking them all on what he whimsically referred to as a super family fun day. <laughs> Or Super Fun Family Day, I can't remember which, which turned out to be a hike. No, that is not Super Family Fun. I mean, it's great if you're my age and you take a flask of tea and a dog. But if you're Jack's age, you'll start whinging about wanting marshmallows when you can still see the car park. You'll get something in your welly or develop some baffling medical complaint halfway around. Eddie tried to persuade Clary that turkeys are attractive when everyone knows they look like a scrotum with a beak. And on that note, we crossed once more to Ian, who was wandering around Gay Grables, wondering where all the contractors had gone and moaning that someone he referred to as Adel was also missing. Everyone kept asking Oliver what was going on. Oliver just kept saying, I don't know, and pottering off to buy cinnamon buns until it slowly dawned on him that Adel had, to all intents and purposes, vamoosed and that the whole launch was stuffed. Eddie tried to cheer Oliver up by describing him as one of the smartest men he knew. But considering the other men he knows are Terry Twofones and Rodent Ronnie, who isn't even called Ronnie, and it turns out doesn't know anything about rodents, that's not saying much. Oliver said, yes, you're right, I shall take decisive action, cancelled the launch event and sold Grange Farm. So as inspirational talks go, it wasn't Eddie's greatest as he's now a homeless until they, unless they all move in with the guinea pigs. We did, however, get to hear Linda describing Robert's hazelnut and boiled egg curry, which personally I could have well done without. His own invention, Linda said proudly, as if anyone else would own up to that particular culinary nightmare. Linda and Oliver, while Linda and Oliver were rummaging through Adil's knicker drawer, we popped back to Helen's kitchen, where Lee's trainers were simmering gently on the radiator, and Helen was simmering gently everywhere else. <laughs> Lee has been made to feel so unwelcome in that house, he's trying to eradicate his own scent pattern. And yes, Helen, he does spray deodorant over himself, which is a good thing. He has a busy working day, bending old people and karate chopping children, and a bit of bracken paste, or whatever it was, is not going to cut it. Links Africa all the way, even if it does make your nose bleed oh sorry i'm oversharing said helen to ian who was lapping all this up 
<laughs> oh, you can't overshare with a friend, he said, conveniently forgetting that last week he was oversharing with the entire village about her cheating at the flour and produce. <laughs> it wasn't flour and produce, was it? It was the British, the Borsetshire Food British. Awards. Anyway, we missed Pip telling Jill about her newfound sexuality, which was annoying, as although Jill was clearly taking the piss about pronouns, I bet she faked a hearing problem just to make Pip shout, Lesbian! <laughs> You're what, dear? A Libyan? It's still a Libyan, too. What a permanent Libyan, or is this just a phase, like when you said you wanted to be a synchronised swimmer, dear? So I lost the chance to hear Hooty frothing, frothing at the mouth, which I'd been looking forward to, and Pip and Stella lost the chance of going to the Gay Grable's ball looking like security at a regional nightclub, <laughs> which they'd been looking forward to. So Kenton's got his way and reinstated the bonfire night, and we can choose between two guys to top off the bonfire, Rob or Ardil. Decisions, decisions. The end. That's so funny, Lucy. The end. Bye-bye. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear today. <laughs> That was so funny. It was. A re- I really enjoyed the week, though. Even though, as you said, it was a bit like did did, and it closed with the credits, and it was a bit like then there was another episode in another parallel universe that we didn't get to hear. Yes, exactly. So there was definitely two halves, and one half we definitely heard, and the other I don't know where that was played out, but not to us. Yeah, but no, in exactly. a way, I didn't mind that. Because maybe it did- maybe maybe it was on Radio Four Extra or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've clearly done something secret and not told us. But or maybe they've got Patreons now. Yes, didn't you hear it? It's on something else. Anyway, let's not talk about that. But um, I didn't mind because it did speed the drama up. Like I, I did think, oh God, because I, you could tell it was Henry who'd done the graffiti once mm. he'd gone. Who would do that? Yes. Please? What do you mean, prison? <laughs> the, police? It was. the police. <laughs> Not the police. Silly little uh, but honestly. But, so then I was like, and I thought, oh God, I really hope this doesn't drag out like the who yeah. bombed the post <laughs> oh, box. No. I can't cope with it. So yes, it was good, know. but we, it was so funny when Helen, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I consider Henry a smart kid, mm. but the fact he left a massive aerosol can yeah. in his PE shorts <laughs> and then gave them to his mum to Is watch. that an aerosol can or are you just pleased to do PE? <laughs> it was so funny that when she just went, oh my God, hang on mum, I've just found an aerosol can in Henry's shorts. <laughs> and it was because, because you can't have Pat quacking on the end because there's no Pat. <laughs> yeah. It was a very one-sided conversation, which was basically, you know. What um, is this? this in yes. this pocket hello mum can you do something for me because I'm going out and I want you to do something for me Is every- yes everything's fine oh no it isn't I've just found this anyway bye and, that was it. <laughs> and it was like can you imagine Pat at the end going no but can I, I don't- oh, no Hel- <laughs> oh, she's oh my gone. god it's so funny and because I listen I you know I quite often listen on 1.25 speed yes, just yes. because why don't if my if my week is busy um if you listen to <laughs> Ian on what with Ian ranting and talking about boiling knives and yeah. chaos on one point two five knives on fire or whatever it was. it's an incredible experience <laughs> it's so fast and loud and painful <laughs> and really hurtful for the ears but also quite exciting so i recommend listening to ian's it rants. was a bit it was a bit mm. of an emotional roller coaster all week this yes, week because we sort of end at one point i thought oh maybe this is just one of the usual Oh, well, you know, we'll, we're never going to do this, Linda. Yes, we will. We just need to all pull together. And then it's all going to work. And then, oh, no. it's So yes. let's buy tickets. It's cancelled. Oh, okay. So I, I, <laughs> Again, it felt like we'd skipped three episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. it was... Pip had put her order in. Yeah. Booked in her suit. The money had, had, and had just <laughs> left money, her account. The left and then it account. was winging its way back to her again. <laughs> Yes, in one episode. I thought that was a bit strange, actually. And also, I didn't feel like... I think they I think they must have done a bit of cutting because when um, Oliver said, so we've, you know, no choice but to cancel the um, uh, opening night, mm. and Linda went, are you sure? But she didn't go, oh, no, all this hard work. Yeah. So it felt like they'd missed a scene where... Oliver had prepared yeah. her for the fact that they yeah. might have because to she was still telling everybody what a marvelous experience it was going to be. Yes, and then and, and then all of a sudden they weren't, and then yeah. but but she didn't seem that bothered. No, oh, well, still or not be a surprised. Bonfire. Yeah, exactly, not surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a bit odd. But I, so I think they had d- done quite a lot of chopping this week. <laughs> I but still it, get the impression it's like they've got like twenty scenes and they just go. <laughs> 
you know, that one and 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 that one. Right, let's put, just put them all together and see what happens, you know. I don't mind, though, because if you cut the fluff, it's great. Mm. I'm all for just hearing the quickly getting on with the drama. Yes, but I really wanted to see, hear Pip telling Jill. I know, that is unfair. Even to have told us that that happened and to not have let us hear yeah. it is I mean, Rosie's fair enough. Because, yeah. because Rosie, because all you'd hear is, is a sort of... Rosie, turn off CBeebies for a minute. <laughs> and then, you know, they'd tell her and then she'd go, hey! And then that would be that. You know but that you know. CBeebies programme that you love with the two mummies? Yeah. Uh, yes. No, is it? No, it was a shame not to hear Jill. Yeah. Because that was funny, wasn't it? When, no, you know, Jill, it would have been funny asking, mm. hearing Jill yeah. ask Pip if, if yeah. they is a they now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, then it made me think, I, want, I really hope we will hear Jill again. Yes, I was. I was hoping that was um that was a not enough cast members thing and not a yeah, you yes, know, yeah, or maybe an awkward scene. I mean, it's funnier in the telling, perhaps, or maybe it's a, is it too controversial? I don't know, but it's not really. It's just an old. It's just hearing yeah. Jill's surprise, yeah. I suppose. Because no one else in the village has raised an eyebrow Except at all. Except she'd obviously been primed. So it wasn't a surprise because Stella said, oh, she's been doing her homework. Because she talked about primers. Oh, right. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe David was um, had a talk to her about J.K. Rowling or something. Or, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But I'd have loved to have heard... <laughs> what Ruth, is the rules? Ruth bristling away at perceived slights. <laughs> Actually, Jill, she... Need to have support and da, 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 you know. And, actually, and, yeah. I think you'll find the proper term for that is <laughs> actually. Um, I, I, I did know it. Hang on, one second. Let's buy yes. But I, I worried about Jill not being there, and then I worried Robert. in all that. Yes, yeah. because was it David last week who predicted that maybe yes. Robert is yeah. going to die yeah. because they'd been talking about him. And yeah. I thought, no, of course not. Cause, but then this week... But that lovely scene where she was talking about... But it was like he had died. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously he has died in real life, but Linda spoke about it and you could mm. tell that she was connecting to yeah. what had really happened. So I thought, oh my God. This but they, they tend to kind of... Um start talking about people you know in a sort of a eulogistic way don't they before yes exactly happens and well especially because we won't hear robert before you know before he died before the character dies Mm. but it was sweet wasn't it i thought actually pip and linda as well pip was so uh, so sweet she she didn't overdo it at all with her sort of you know, if it had been me playing that role of Pip, I would just be like, oh, my God. Oh, she's cute. Oh, I love that, Linda. But she was just like, she was just so, um, so subtle, wasn't she? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But, but, I, but do you think, I mean, I think Pip and Stella are moving fast for... Well, it's what all our, all our, all our lesbian correspondents have said. Lesbian relationships move really, really quickly. It's a, it's a, right. uh, it's a, it's a truism. Um, like they say, what you know, what does a lesbian bring on the second date? Yes, um, a removal van. And uh, you know, <laughs> that, I think that is yeah. that is sort of the truth. And Stella is 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 kind of the one putting the brakes on and going, no, 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 hang on a minute, lady, well, let's yeah, calm because down. She, yeah, because she, well, because that's the thing, isn't it? She wouldn't just. I mean, it, I do think it must be difficult. However much you love someone else's kid and think mm. they're great, doesn't mean you want to be their no. stepmom. And if you move in with somebody, you, that surely becomes yeah. your role. And then suddenly you're Lee, and look at yeah. Lee and what he's had to sacrifice. Yeah. And then after all that hard work and investment he's put in, she wants to chuck him out now. Well, we well we had that. We had all the different aspects, didn't we? We had Linda saying how much because she couldn't have her own children, how much she she was sort of overwhelmed and then came to love the role of yeah. stepmother and Ruth <laughs> being worried and I always do that Pip being worried about Stella suddenly finding herself taking on a child yes if that goes ahead I'm glad and Pip acknowledged that yeah and Lee wondering why the hell he bothered I think but anyway but also I mean the thing about I, lo- I loved it I mean I think we all loved the fact that he finally yeah shouted at her yeah. and t- and thank god and and as you said if only he hadn't apologized because she is i know she's under so much pressure and it's really hard isn't it because we've all been there 
when you you resent, you resent a partner because they yeah. have you know their socks are everywhere or yeah. they're not putting their weight or yeah. you know or they're because you know when you're so consumed in your yeah. own life someone who's not acting perfectly mm. quite frankly is quite annoying well you and, you get irrationally annoyed at absolutely everything yes so exactly the, a, a living breathing person that's stumping around oh, that's you know just breathing away. yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. is but she I but 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 actually when when he uh, when he shouted at her I just thought come on Helen like mm. I mean oh yeah it's just so difficult though isn't it because he he I thought he behaved so much better with Henry than she did yes absolutely she was I was like, thinking oh, if God. if they separate uh, I hope that the children go and live with Lee yeah, quite me frankly too. because he's much better with them than she is I mean when Kirsty was saying oh I think you maybe you and Lee need some therapy I was like no, 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 Helen, you need mm. family therapy. Mm. And if you're like, oh, Henry, I can't believe that you were so disrespectful and you wrote something so offensive. How could, I can't, it's like, and then she was like, I don't even know how he could have gone and got that aerosol can. Well, then you really, really need to do some work on yeah. your, on poor Henry. I mean, yeah. if there aren't enough signs, and but the whole way, she hasn't done anything about it. She, yes. All she's done is gone, don't worry, let's just forget about him. It's yeah. fine. But yeah. it's not fine. I'm He's coping. Damaged. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. It's awful. And she's mm. like, what, oh, Lee, it's, why should it be all about you? Well, because at the moment, Helen, it's all about you. Mm. And yeah. And of course, you were the one that went through the trauma. But your kids, are, you're much more emotionally developed than your children. So mm. you really, God, I... Lee was and and Alan was so loving to Henry, mm. and she was just actually a bit of a cold bitch. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, I'll just sit here on this bench and watch you while you do it. <laughs> and I thought, oh well, you could God. just go and help him, couldn't you? I mean, I know, I know you're making a point, but there's no softness. There's no kind of. There was something. Of, um, no, exactly. And something about the way she said that as well really got yeah. to me. I yeah. thought Alan would have been a bit like, oh. Okay, you just sit there. I'll go and help Henry Water yeah. and chat to him about Paul and and Goldilocks. And I loved Alan talking. I yeah. know it's sort of a bit of a you know sentimental um, uh, sort of Christian stuff, but it's lovely because mm. when you know, and he he just talks about it from a very human point of view, doesn't he? And it was so, it was he's so BBC. It was. There were some really acute psychological things, though, like when Lee was shouting at Helen or talking to Helen and uh, Henry leapt to her defence and said, don't talk to my mum like that. Don't shout yes. at my mum. And um, that's a huge thing for children that have been in abusive relationships. Right. They kind of, they have this hypervigilance around aggression or whatever. And, and it just all starts off in their, their cortisol levels rocket up and they, they're, they're right there to sort of, you know, smash at somebody in the face, which frequently goes wrong for them because they don't, that's why she was saying to him, no, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal because he hasn't seen normal arguing where you make up later. He's no, seen exactly. arguing that ends incredibly badly. Um, and they have for, the, for their whole relationship, they've never really argued, have they? They because have. Because it's all been gritted. Yes. Yes. Like this. Because even that argument, obviously, when Lee was really going for it, I was thinking, I mean, that is quite, a, it's a massive argument for them, mm. but that would be standard in my house. I mean, that's <laughs> a sort of every three days type of row, which is fine. I love those. I love the let rip ones. But I guess if you're not used to it, yeah. And you, it might be quite scary. Well, it's big, you catastrophize it. You think this is the end of the world, you know. But I think she's being mean because, I mean, I just think, you know, sort of basically saying to Kirsty, I think I'm going to have to end it, is such a selfish thing to do yeah. when her children, I mean, she's just not thinking of the kids. And of course, you can't stay with someone because of the kids. But when you're in, this is very special circumstances, isn't mm. it? You've surely got to get she through is this. emotionally stunted, Helen. There is something that has not developed in her, her ability to genuinely connect with people. Because yeah, did you hear, the, the, you know, last week's What the Hell Was Happening Here? No, the week before was last week, What the Hell Was Happening Here? When yeah. um, she was saying to Ian, he said, you asked me my opinion and yeah. I'm telling you. And she said, yeah. I don't want to hear it. She, everybody with her is on such a, nobody's got any, you, you can't be complacent in a relationship with Helen because she'll, she'll jettison you She'll chuck you as 
quick as blinking. She doesn't think about it because well, yeah. it doesn't really mean very much to her to have well, she... people on her side. Kirsty's the only one that survived. Yes. And Kirsty's really the only person who can say what she thinks to Helen. Everyone else is a little bit scared, aren't they? Yeah, but then she ignores it anyway. So it's no point Kirsty saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, because Helen would be outrageous to go, do you know what, Lee? Actually, I'm a bit bored of you because yeah. you're a bit immature and annoying. And you use deodorant. <laughs> and you use deodorant. And it's not organic. I mean, yeah. oh, come on. Sorry, but yeah. I've tried all those <laughs> organic deodorants and they do not stop. No. They don't stop. If you're an active person like Lee, I love it when she was like, well, I can't remember her turn of phrase when she said. Uh, no, it was know, active, I think. Yeah, he's busy and always active. <laughs> Just made me think like of him in the laurels, constantly <laughs> with his leg up or, you know, <laughs> doing a side around. stretch. Yeah. <laughs> doing lunges while he's talking to the old people. Yeah. <laughs> but um, those organic, they just don't work. They don't work as well as the chemicals. No. no. Especially in the summer. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think she's got a point and she could say, can you do your spray in the bathroom with the window yeah. open? Because yeah. I don't like that, that spray either. But. No. But it's so petty, isn't yeah. it? There must be a and thousand like, million things that, well, of course there are that are annoying but about. But nobody ever says to her, Helen, you're a massive, can you stop, you know, can you stop obsessing about um, what we all eat? Can you stop doing this? Can you stop? Because Helen must be protected at all yeah, times. Yeah. But she's allowed to, yes. you know, bowl along, just chucking people left, right and centre. It's people like that that are very... Um, they're often very, uh, uh, what's the word, dismissive of relationships, or they don't appreciate friendships, and then they moan, and then and they're rude to people that are really care for them or are trying to really care for them, and then whinge that they have no friends and that they're on their own and blah blah blah. And you think, well, how do you think that happened? Have a little think. Mm, yeah, but they also they've always had an uneven relationship mm. anyway, haven't they? Yeah. And I suppose that's been the problem all along. In fact, Michael Gorman, the doorman, has said very similar thing. He's, he's headed his email, the Lee conundrum. Oh, yeah. And he said, I know the most important things currently are, one, has Ardil pushed off with the contents of the till? I don't think there were any contacts with the till, to be honest. And two, will Oliver evict the tenants of Grange Farm? But I am fascinated by the Lee and Helen relationship. I could not imagine what was keeping him around other than sex. Given their personalities, I'd speculated it was the naughty boy and gym, gym mistress kind, chacun à son goût. Now Helen has told her pal that there is no romance, i.e. sex. Mm. What on earth is Lee doing there? Well, I think Lee is trying to convince himself that not going with his own children to San Francisco was the mm. right thing to do. And if he leaves... Then he's going to think, well, I, now I haven't got, I haven't even got Henry and Jack, and I've haven't got my own children, so he's kind of doggedly sticking it out. Well, and he can't go to San Fran, can he? Because he hasn't got a no. Could he? Could he get? I can't remember. Oh, this if is we the discussed archers. It, Houses appear and disappear. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, visa, of yeah. course. But no, but I think we knew they weren't having sex because do you remember when yes, Lee tried it yes, on a few weeks yeah. or months ago, yeah. and she was like, I just can't. And every time they've had a yeah. sort of intimate moment together, it's always ended in her going, I just, I just can't. Yeah. Oh, poor Helen. I mean, I do feel so, it's awful, isn't it? She's got this awful, terrible barrier that, well, I guess herself. she's had to... <laughs> She's her yeah, own sodding barrier. But it must have built up as well yeah. since, I mean, she's got so much to deal with, but that's the thing. She needs to, I mean, to be honest, I, if I was them, I mean, well, I suppose it's easy, easy for me to say, but I mean, you'd. I think you'd go, it's half term next week. I think we just need to get away. Mm. Maybe go yeah. get yeah. some sunshine if we yeah. can. And because that, you know, that that does everybody the world of good, especially relationships, Lucy. I don't know if you noticed, but being on holiday is, <laughs> it, you know, you're, it, everything is so yeah. much better, isn't yeah. it? That's what I would do in their situation. And she just leaps to, no, I, get out. I'm, I was better on my own. Everything is always, I was better on my own. Yes. The thing about Helen is that I, I have sympathy. It's like sympathy, sympathy, sympathy. Oh, piss mm. off. I, I get to this yeah. point where, yeah. and then it can be like when, when, she's, when Lee said, and I'll have a cup of fennel tea waiting for you. I thought, oh, of course. Of course she doesn't even drink normal sodding tea. That's of course so it has to be fennel tea. <laughs> and, and then, no, I'll just sit in the kitchen and read. And I thought, just... Go and watch something with him. That Stop was weird. being such I a know. bloody... 
I know. It, I, it, it, it's sort of like, I am so pure and wholesome. I mean, sometimes, Lucy, it's awful. Sometimes she reminds me of me and I think, oh, my God, poor Rufus. Um, <laughs> cause I'm so but, do you know, horrible. Linda reminds me of me and I feel like that. <laughs> Linda? Yeah. I would love to be Lillian and I'm totally not. I'm Linda. I know I am. Yes, I know. And I would love to be Stella and I, I'm definitely Helen. <laughs> It's, it's the judgmental, judgmentalism. And also I of... sort of have to be the one in, in control. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I just, you know, I'm annoyed if people aren't doing everything that I do because I do it all perfectly, Lucy. <laughs> um, but yeah, she has that sort of holy, although I would never really. But you're not, I was going to say, you're not judgmental. Well, maybe you are in your head. I think I probably am a bit in my head. Oh. No, not like she is. I mean, no one's <laughs> like she is. But to go, to go, oh, I'm going to go and read. I mean, that was just yeah. pathetic. At least go, I'm, do you mind if I go yeah. have a bath or I'm, yeah. I, I need an early night. It was so mean. Even I yeah. wouldn't be that And it's cruel. like, no, I'm so, I'm, I'm so unwilling to share any space with you at all and your feet and your armpits <laughs> that I'm going to sit in a cold kitchen reading my book in silence but she doesn't know what she if he if if she makes him go which you know her behavior will eventually mm. alienate him she is she doesn't you know like she's got such a great thing in lee and mm. she'll never get that again mm. and no. and it's just she's got to wake up yeah but that's not going to happen is it because lee is clearly going to be doing more cory i guess or <sighs> yeah. i don't know but i think it, yeah, it's all looking pretty grim, isn't it, for those I two? I was thinking, we're having a bit of a reshuffle at the minute. It's like a cabinet reshuffle, cabinet. but it's all it's all the partners. Oh. So Helen's going to be single. Lee's going to be single. Krusty, I think, still is because, um, what's his face? Eric the oh, Viking that, oh, hasn't yeah. been mentioned for ages. So do you think Krusty and Lee could get together? And Helen and Alistair? Oh my god! Actually, Helen and Alistair would work quite well. Yeah, because he's no, much Alistair's more... got too much of a sense of humour. <laughs> really? Yeah, mind you, if he could put up with Shula, he could put up with Helen. Exactly. He? He's had his he's had experience mm-hmm. with Shula, mm-hmm. and he's older, which I think she would like, wouldn't she? Mm-hmm. She, I think she sort of needs bit of some... a daddy thing. Yes, exactly, mm. exactly. Well, she couldn't she, she couldn't call. treat Alistair like a twelve year old boy, which is how no. she treats Lee. No, exactly. Mm. And he, although he probably wears links as well, doesn't he, Alistair? I would have thought. Oh, no, I think. Uh, Do you think he'd wear organic? Not organic. No, roll on, like, roll ne- on. Neil's Yard, roll on, something like that. I no, think, that, doesn't, that doesn't, well, that works in winter, Lucy, not in summer. <laughs> but he's a vet. He's like James Howard. He's always got his shirt off with his hand up a cow. Ooh, yes. So, you know, he probably doesn't have, he's continually washing everything. And I suppose his armpits aren't often bared. No. Whereas Lee, although you think that Lee, because he's always in a karate kit, mm. would, he's like got quite a lot of air going into his armpits. So mm. you'd think that would be fine. But probably I, I, at the laurels, he wears one of those, you know, those. Something a bit tight. Those, um, oh yeah. Those, um, those uh, polo shirts that are like half polyester. Oh, the, the branded ones, oh, you know. Oh yes, that, yes, yeah. they would. They would def. The smell wouldn't come out yeah. in the wash. No, would it? no, no. Oh, God. no. oh dear. Maybe feel, um, also, feel what is um, please, Miss? What is balm break? Barm-brack. Ah, balm break. Do you know? I knew it? you were going to ask me that, so I yeah. looked it up. Um, it's a yeast bread cake. So it's it's a it's like a, bre- a fruity bread, a bit like a barabrith that you get in North Wales. In Wales, and um, you uh, in real life, you put the tokens, whatever they are, the little prizes in. You make it. You don't make individual ones. You make one whole one, and you spread the the charms out inside the dough, oh. and then it rises, and then you bake it, and then you cut into it, and whichever slice people get, they cut into it, and then whichever slice they sort of pull out. Oh, that sounds quite fun. Yeah, I've I was ne- thinking never of heard of it. it. Yeah, I've never heard of it, but that would be there's great lots of for a... fruit, fruit bready. They, but a yeasty, yeasty fruit breads like, are quite common around. Do you mean that like a, a, a saurine type of loaf? No, that's a fruit cake. It's, it's more of a like bread. It's more like bread. bread. It's more like a yeah, like a tea bread or a no. That's mm, more cakey maybe. as well. I don't really know. I'll look it up. But that sounds fun with bread, the charms. Bread with bread with fruit in it. Okay. Okay, well, that sounds good. I just didn't know what they were talking about and I couldn't be bothered to Google it. So Probably more like a panettone than anything. Oh, I love a panettone. Do you? Are you yeah. the one person that actually uses your panettone? 
<laughs> Especially the chocolate chip one, which isn't real panadol. Someone always gives me one for Christmas and we never eat it because really? everyone, everyone sort of likes it, likes looking at it, but they don't eat it. So then, yes. I make, but then I make bread and butter pudding with it and then it's delicious. Oh, that's clever. This is, this is quite a disjointed edit because <laughs> uh, small persons keep belting in and out of Harriet's um, room. So, yes. There's been, it's been a bit of a nightmare, hasn't it? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yes, so far yes. there's been a lot of pauses probably. But we were just gossiping in between the, 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 the one child wrangling the other child out of the room. Um, uh, about Because we had a meetup last, last week. We had a nice yeah. lunch together. And it was so nice. We caught up and then I completely forgot that I had to pick my children up from school. <laughs> I, well, you didn't time, forget. You just lost track of time. I lost track of time because, yeah, I just suddenly I had 20 minutes to get from town to the school, which is at least an hour away. So um, <laughs> no, I pegged it and I was so desperate for the loo. But I managed to hold it in, Lucy, the whole way home. And my lovely neighbour picked them up for me, which is great. And and she had a car, so they didn't even have to walk home. So they just thought it was was brilliant. And then they all cried when I went to pick them up from her house. Oh, oh, yeah. So it was good. (laughs) But I just was so, I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't. But it's because time was going so quick, wasn't it? We were having a good catch up. We were. Um, setting the world to rights setting the world to rights and it took me a long time to eat that poke bowl and well it was the size of your head it was enormous (laughs) so big and i just felt so full all day (laughs) i still feel full from it but anyway (laughs) it was good it was good so yeah um uh what we talked oh helen i think we've exhausted helen haven't we she's very exhausted ian we we covered didn't we ranting around it's just mad well the whole thing is mad because it is hard to believe that nobody saw no hot water coming but then i was also thinking but presumably i mean presumably this happens all the time with big hotels they just don't open on time or although maybe that can't happen because you've got to take bookings i guess or I don't know. It's a bit of a mess. I don't know either, but I think um, it's kind of nobody was. It's like there are so many legal hoops you have to go through the health and safety stuff and all that that it wouldn't have got to this stage without someone going, hang on a minute, this isn't. It's If it's a cosmetic issue, it's like, oh, that just needs to be painted, then fine. But if it's actually there's something wrong with the boiler and the hot water won't come through the tap then that is a big thing that requires going back to the sort of dismantling yeah. systems and things. So it's kind of a bit unbelievable. It, but you It know. did make me laugh when Eddie was, when Oliver was going, oh, I just, you know, I need to, a quarter of a million pounds. And Eddie was like, well, have you got some um, probably got assets and <laughs> stocks? <laughs> it was so sweet, wasn't it? He yeah. was sort of like really trying to help, but wasn't quite cake. sure. Where do you get that stuff? money from surely you've got like assets and stock stocks um oh yeah, i'm surprised uh i'm surprised he hasn't got a little sort of nest egg somewhere but i suppose he's already spent it all on the hotel yeah i mean he's in the shit isn't he he and really is sadly he'll have to sell a uh, grange farm Who's do you think they'll it? all leave in they'll all move in with them uh, <gasps> with will with and will. the guinea pigs the guinea oh pigs. my god <laughs> And poor old um <laughs> That was a long it was long 
guinea pig. Oh, I loved Brad saying, I love having a girlfriend. It makes everything better. And then Georgie saying, right. Leave. I've got to do me, <laughs> got to put my shirt on. I'm horrible. It was a deodorant week, and wasn't it? Teeth. Horrible deodorant. Yeah. Do me teeth. Yeah. Teeth. Oh, so funny. Yeah, that was all good. It was, I thought it was a great week because there was quite a lot of humour. Yeah. A lot of drama. Yeah. And some very touching mementos. Yes. So that was good. Uh, Kate Lyle is, is in shock uh, because she was in a friend's car and Sense and Sensibility came on, the audio book. Oh. And she said, I was just relaxing into it when my childhood crush... Edward Ferrers came on, played by Rob Titchener. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's, that's cognitive dissonance, if you like, isn't it? Oh my God. Oh, my God. How oh. would you... Ooh. I, I've always thought Edward Ferrers is actually a bit wet. Oh, he's useless. Yeah. He needs I never, a slap. Yeah, I, I just actually think that he got lucky with her and she, yeah. she could have done a lot better. Eleanor yeah. could have done better, couldn't yeah. she? Oh, God. Eleanor could have, d- all Austin Terridge could have done better staying by themselves. <laughs> if you look at Darcy, he's a no, blooming but- coercive controller. He's an asshole. Yeah, but as Lizzie said, he's got Pemberley, hasn't he? Yeah. So, so she, she knew what you she was You can forgive about. a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, right. Terry Brown has unbelievably come to the defense of Pat Archer. Oh, bless him. Mm-hmm. He says, my first time of contacting you, but after listening to, fi- to uh, after listening to the epi- your last episode, I could not rest until I offered a defence of Pat Archer, who was universally mobbed for her outburst to the bemused Alan. I admit I found it surprising, but remember that she's experiencing mother's guilt, always simmering, as any mother knows, but considerably amplified as she failed to notice Rob's abuse of Helen. Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, she has been unraveling slowly since Rob appeared on the scene, reappeared on the scene. She's absolutely my favourite and best character in the Archers. Now that's something you don't know. Wow. Wow. She's I mean, a strong matriarch and wow. has to deal with yeah. one, the continually useless Tom. Thank goodness Natasha has arrived to take over the mothering role. Two, Helen. Words fail me to describe how she's dragged Pat through more anxiety-provoking episodes than any mother ought to suffer. Three, Tony. He is my Eeyore, gloom personified. Pat has supported and boosted him throughout many, many years. Four, ever-growing brood of grandchildren with expectations of providing bed and board on a prolonged basis. Babysitting for Helen's boys, plus looking after baby twins, for God's sake, at the drop of a hat without a demur or grumble. If I were Pat, I would move in with my beloved goats. Hardly a mention of these since she learned to milk them and live happily ever after. So I say hurrah and huzzah for Pat. She is a good egg. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will defend Pat too, to a certain degree. But she's definitely not my favourite. Mm, nope. I think Pat has caused many of the difficulties with which Pat is now dealing but I think that was caused by John's death, which, as always, was completely hurried through, brushed over. And, you know, I mean, Pat suffered from yeah. a huge depression after that. And it was um, Mike Tucker that came around to talk to her about it and got her to take antidepressants and things. Um, so, you know, she was sort of in bed. She was extremely uh, debilitated by depression. Uh, and now, you know, it's... It, You'd think she, of all people, would see the value in talking about things and being open. But she's as bad as Helen at just forcing everybody to do things without actually checking how they're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Right. This is Anne Morrison, who says, I've had to stop listening to your podcast in public as it makes me laugh out loud. I listened with interest to the discussion about Ardil, Adil, Ardil in this Adil in this week's episode. I am with Kenton on this, as I think his name is... Adil, it's spelt that way in the cast list and episode summaries, and thought that the R deal was because of people's habit of adding extra R into some words. Oh, right, yeah. E.g. water, daughter. Perhaps Kenton not adding an R is because he's actually spent time outside Ambridge and presumably has met people from different cultures, just a thought. <laughs> well, yes, Anne, I think yes, there that is. that could be. I, yeah. I, actually, I actually did wonder that as well, whether it... Whether, what did I, I can't remember what his, how his sister pronounced it though, because presumably she would be the one with the yes. Correct oh God, no, I can't remember either. Well, presumably she's coming back quite soon anyway, because yes. to sort of tell us where he's gone and and, and all, probably all, all to take over to running the hotel because no oh, one else can. Yeah, I think I'm going to call him Adel from now on, like Ian did. Adel, I haven't Adel. seen Adel at all. Adel. Um, this is from Terry White, who said, "Have I got this right? Gay Grables is a couple of weeks away from a grand reopening, and they haven't appointed a head chef yet." 
or seemingly even opened the job for applications. Does this mean that part of the fallout of Ardil's meltdown, Adil's meltdown, will be that Ian returns to the job and we're expected oh, to accept God, yes. such an incompetently bizarre appointment procedure? Yes. Well, we've accepted thousands of others incompetently yes. bizarre appointment procedures. There aren't enough cast members to have a new head chef, so it'll no. definitely be Ian. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Elvis, who says... Just wondering if I'm alone in thinking Adil has just done a bunk because he can't take the pressure. I couldn't believe Lindy Bottom and Oliver were sympathising when they read the note and not being outraged at no, the abandonment. I know. The only thing undermining my theory is that the scriptwriters have brought his sister in. I can normally get by with Eddie's lunacy as the actor grew up on the estate opposite my grandparents. However, naming Lola's companion after the guy from the song who killed her boyfriend thus driving her to alcoholism, that's a bit odd. Also, I now have visions of the guinea pig in a diamond collar. Still enjoying the awesome podcast as usual. Love, Elvis. <laughs> Thanks, um, Elvis. I, I completely agree. I was so surprised. Which, oh, poor Ardil. Yes, I know. And also, I was like, what do you mean, poor? Loads of people are going to lose their jobs now. But also, so naive still. Because yes. they just thought he'd gone off for the weekend. Yeah. But of course, you wouldn't even go off for a weekend two weeks before the opening night. Yeah. You just wouldn't. And the big, blubbing hell, they milked that finding the letter, didn't they? Yeah. That Would he not have it, just yeah. stuck it on the pillow? Where yeah, they could just left like, it on the kitchen it? table when he snuck yeah. out. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But all this, who. Oh, oh he's taken his pants. Oh, he's oh, there's a letter. No, it's just money. No, just there's a letter. To... No, there's... just read the sodding letter. Even the sort of detail. Mm. Of, well, on Tuesdays I do the waste paper. Bin, yeah, so we could go up now <laughs> instead of just just immediately bounding yeah. up the stairs and banging his yeah. door down. Going, your yeah, hotel is opening. Yeah. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Imagine he's in bed, like, oh, what? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that'll come down in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, this is from Basil Clement, who says, Greetings, dear hearts. I found your discussion about the poshness of Pat very interesting. Her posh, you remember it last week you said, yeah. she said, yeah. poshest jewel we've ever been to. Yeah. Her poshing up, for want of a better phrase, has been a gradual process. When oh. she first appeared roughly 50 years ago, she had a strong Welsh accent. What? By the time I first started listening regularly in 1988, her accent was much softer. Nowadays, no one would know from listening to her that she's Welsh. No will the, will the same thing happen to her ghastly daughter-in-law? Oh my god! I do hope not, as it will mean that we are condemned to at least another fifty years of Tom's lawful wedded Harridan. Keep up the excellent, delightful work. Thank you, Basil. Uh, yes. I, well, I didn't know. I mean, I knew she was Welsh, but I didn't know she had a strong Welsh accent no. when she arrived. How funny! Because she James, was supposed James, to be a bit of a James will need to do some brand, digging. Yes. yes, yes, James. We want see to see if we can get as far back as Greenham Common. There's lovely Pat. Um, Tony <laughs> Oh uh, Terry White says Lee We've got millions of correspondents Called Terry You're all going to have to Separate yourselves out And also declare Whether you are A man Terry Or a lady Terry Because it's quite difficult to tell uh, Terry White says Lee will move to America Close to his girls And become Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome <laughs> He could He could pull it off <laughs> Right <coughs> Oh dear Now do you remember last week? Oh, hang on. Let me do the theme tune. Yeah. Ready? Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum. What the L is happening? What the hell is happening Evan? That was... All right. That does it. I'm not going to stand here and Yay. be insulted. Well, go then. I will. And before you get another penny out of me, I want to see a full invoice with a detailed breakdown of your cost. And I'll get mine to go through with a fine tooth comb. Well, you think I'm going to try and cheat you? Oh, you call yourself a farmer. <laughs> I wouldn't trust you to run a pet's corner. Oh, get off my farm. Oh, don't you worry. I'm going. Scrub cars. <gasps> oh, I loved hearing angry Vicky. I know. Wow, she's such I'm a I'm going to message Rachel in a minute and go, we just heard you. Oh, you think she's, she was such a great character. I know. Oh, what on earth had they been asking uh, Ed to do? I remember that, I think. But I'm not going to say it because it is no fun if we get it. It's oh, more fun I if other people know get it. at all. You don't know at all? No, okay. unless they, they were getting Ed to make them something or... Don't know. Uh, okay, do you remember last week's one? It was... Uh, I can't play it because I've lost it um but uh it was um usha and alan yes squeak it sounded like they were or, having sexy wages yes, basically yes that's yes. it yeah yeah very much remember it do we remember what they were doing no 
No, you thought doing maybe it. they were doing a homeless camp out. Yes. And it turns out I was right. So hurrah oh, wow. for me. Well done. Um, uh, James says, in last week's clip, Alan and Usha were inflating an inflatable mattress in Alan's tent. He was spending the whole of Lent camping out. They were planning oh. to spend the night together, but were interrupted by those kids shouting, which ruined their plan. By the time it was quiet, the mattress had deflated due to a slow <laughs> puncture, spoiling their plans again. <laughs> it's like a sign of their marriage. Yes, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Lent in a tent. I don't remember that, but it sort of rings a bell now. I, he was doing, he was, wasn't he sleeping? No. Yeah, he, yeah. No, yes, that's right. He was sleeping out. And it was for, to raise awareness of homelessness. Yeah. Or refugees yeah. or similar. Yes. Good old Alan. Good old Alan. Oh, bless uh, Right. And, oh, now we're going to do the competition. Competition, competition. It's the competition time. Time. Um, is that our jingle? Yeah. Well, okay. no. No. Working on it. Okay. Um, so this week, it, it, the winner gets the bath in a box. Yes. Lovely. Yes. Which Helen needs, actually, doesn't I, she? Really? I actually quite liked, I discovered my inner, my inner child and was quite happy because they, they give you pots of pigment to go with it. Like pigment powder and things what, like that. What, to rub that. on so, you? No, no, no. So you can put in the bath water so it goes a lovely colour. Oh, that's and fun. Has, and it has... Um, uh, but it has proper, you know, it's sort of good for your skin. Oh, Beetroot fun. powder and spirulina and all that. Ooh. And it was, like, it was like a child when you're playing with poster paints, you know, when they're all poster paint yeah. powders. It's really nice. I felt oh, like Tony Hart. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, yes, so I have done my usual scrunkly scrunkly of all well the papers. Um, Zafina is... I don't know why I'm doing it in a Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the best in the box is... Charlotte Spillane. Ah, Charlotte well Spillane. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, so there is no... So Charlotte, you need to message me, if you don't mind, with your address and your mobile number for the courier. Um, and send us a photo of you in the... No, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Helen came over all shy and wouldn't send us a photo of, of, of her in the watch, but she sent a very nice photo of the watch. Oh. Cool. Um, so uh, I'll put that on the, the Twitter yes. Um So Charlotte, if you could message me your <coughs> details and mobile number. And, oh, uh, brilliant. The bath in the box will be on its way to you. Um, and Congrats. we're not going to, because next... <sighs> because it's a right? Patreon. Because we're doing a Patreon. Yes, next week we're doing a Patreon. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yes, which I will be doing from my new house. Oh, Lucy. Oh, my God. Touch wood. Oh, yes. God. Can what you imagine? could possibly go wrong? I've decided... Well, you sure can... you're going to have your Wi-Fi installed by then? Yes. Uh, uh, Jeff is in charge of that. Oh. I am... Good luck, Jeff. ...going to... Uh, I've decided what my costume... It's not going to be a costume costume, really, but okay. it's, I'm, going to, I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to... Oh. Yes. Uh, for, for Because we all have to come... Well, if you want to. Um, you come as a, a dead archer's character. But what... Oh, so you're not doing a costume? It is a costume. Tunes, is it a of. prop? Yes. Okay, fine. Of. Yeah, because if you don't want to do a costume, you could do a prop. Yes. Or nothing at all. You could or just be you. All. You can just turn your camera off and enjoy everyone else looking ridiculous. Yes, I think I'll do that. No, no, of course I won't. <laughs> no, of course I won't. I'll make a huge effort. <laughs> but uh, it's a Patreon uh, gathering, Halloween Patreon gathering on the 30th of October um, at eight o'clock. Fab. I'll be there. Good. I hope so. Um, and yes, that's it, I think. Uh, so now we are going to cross to, uh, are we? Oh, yes, the Radio Borsage Studios, um, where uh, Febreze is doing a little bit of meditation. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, do not disturb, please, for next five minutes. I am meditate. I am rebalancing myself. Graham has recommended this very good new mindlessness podcast. It is very health to be mindless. So, shush. Now, where is it? Graham sent it. Ah, Medicate with Kate Macaroni Aldridge. 
out to empty your mind completely and become more like me. And play. Welcome to Medicate. I am Kate Macaroni Aldridge, wellness influencer, guru, and irritant. This meditation will help you break free of the endless cycle of stress, possibly caused by running a business out of a damp tent. Firstly, are you feeling comfortable? Of course not. I am a gay man in fashion. I haven't fully breathed out since 1989. Take a moment and make yourself comfortable. Okay, I will undo one button. Oof, that is all though. I don't want to make it a habit. Now, picture your mind as a vast, empty space. Oh, it is like watching this morning. It's clean, empty and full of light. This is your happy place. No, it isn't. Arvi Nichols with Lorraine Kelly is my happy place. Now, let's fill it with the things that matter to you. I shall put Dolce and Cabana in there. And sushi. Put in your happy place everything you have to be grateful for in your life. It might be your children, who have travelled a very long way to keep away from you as much as possible. Or it may be your friends or family who think you're a colossal joke. There's no place for worries in your happy place. I am worrying about the sushi. Can I have a fridge in my happy place? Otherwise, Dolce or Gabbana might eat warm sushi and get food poison. How do you feel in your happy place? Worried! I might have killed two design icons. Great! Well done! Let's take a deep, relaxing breath. Okay. Oh, button! Oh no, it is a sign. I have angered Dolce or Gabbana. Where did it go? It is probably under desk. If I get it, Graham can sew it back. Shake out the tension from your arms and legs. <sighs> Ow! Oh, Colin, Colin, I am bleeding on my wheelie chair. Well done. How do you feel? Colin, I am concussed. That's great. There is wheel on my bleedy chair, Colin. Now... Doesn't that feel better? Give yourself a warm hug. I'll see you next week when we'll work together to help us prioritise our own needs over everyone else's. Namaste. Radio Borsetshire. very much for breathe were you doing yoga breathing then yeah yeah I normally when for, i do I held that, my breath for the whole time yeah well done you're a bit purple now normally when i do that <laughs> when you have to do that breathing in and out of just your nose then snot comes out which is i know well that, that's the thing i i mm. probably did it into the microphone it probably sounded disgusting <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't get too close to the mic with a bit of a cold <laughs> <laughs> uh right right, right. It's weird. There was. A, I sort of feel like we. Yes, it felt like a lot happened this week, but really, it was everything was just leading up to what we'd been expecting to happen already. What you mean, Lee and Helen? Yeah, falling and out. finding out that Adil had gone. Find Adil had gone. Adil, yeah. finding out that the that the the hotel thing was a disaster. Uh, finding out about that that Helen had got fed up with Lee. Um, it was just sort of an inexorable march to what we already knew, but, wasn't it? So, it but the good, feel... but that's what it was. It was a march. It was really yeah. energetic. Yes, it, it was, was lots of scene that's changes. True. It yeah. was there was a lot of humour. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good week. Yes, really good listen. Again, Thanks, it was one of those weeks where I kept where I was thinking, oh, I will, uh, I'll actually, I'll listen at, at the time that it's on rather than. Yes, I yeah. was really keen to. Yes, to actually listen at yes. seven. Yes, Rob's gone a bit quiet, hasn't he? He's going to be back, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, I can't remember when his baptism is. Baptism, honestly. The baptism of Rob. Mm. But um, uh, yes, it's all still... Maybe there'll be a horrible incident where they hold him under the in the font for a long time. You know, lots down. of people are, are saying they're not convinced he is ill. 
No. Really? That's elaborate. Well, maybe it was like one or two. <laughs> so he's got his brother, his father, the whole of the staff. No, at no, the but hospital. as in, is, could he possibly be exaggerating? No, but Helen was there with the doctor, and the mm. doctor would have said, yes, mm. he's definitely, he's on his way out. Mm. He's on his way out. And anyway, Lee's I'm not sure on his they way can, out. They can keep this storyline going for that. With him lurking in the background, like the like the the, the pantomime baddie, yes, you know. No, exactly. They can't it, keep it going forever. Yeah. No. Do you know what would really annoy Helen is if <laughs> Lee was like came back one evening and was like, Helen, I've got something that really cheer up you and the boys. I got one of Eddie's guinea pigs. <laughs> Imagine. Oh my god! I think it's probably covered <laughs> with disease, Lee. She'd Actually. be livid. Why can you just not drink out? <laughs> So it would really cheer us up. Like another super fun, 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 funny, funny, fun day. Oh, Lee is, oh God, he just, he puts so much effort into being mm. a good dad. I yeah. love him for that. Yeah. But she is not going to respect it no. because you're too good and fun and sweet for her. That's the problem. If you've, <laughs> it's sort of like, she's only, she's only got because she's so messed up, her thinking is so confused. She's only got respect for somebody that has no respect for her. And when people try and treat her respectfully and nicely, she dismisses them. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's a situation that a lot of people end up in. A lot of women end up in. It would actually be very sweet if Kirsty, I mean, Kirsty and Lee got mm. together and brought the boys up. Yeah. <laughs> And Helen just went and oh, she could live Helen. in a spotless little white house where she cleaned it every day from top to bottom. And Oh, you know. I feel like I've been so horrible to Helen and it's not her fault, Lucy. <sighs> well, She's had a tough life. It may be, I, I'm not a great believer in this, it's not her fault thing because lots of people have tough lives and it's a choice. And you either think, I can perpetuate this or I can stop it and do something different. And I think a lot of people just go, do you know what? I'll just stick to the pattern that was done to me. And uh, yes, because <laughs> yeah. it's a Sad. lot easier. Sad. Yes. Sad it is. Yes. Right. Um, now, Matt Rodriguez Payne. Oh, yay. Are yes, you I'm looking forward to this. a Wallace and Gromit fan? I love Wallace and Gromit so much. <laughs> That I used to make my own Wallace and Gromits. Of course I did. When they first came out. How did you do that? I used Because I was obsessed with animation. Oh. And I, I nearly... I, I went... I almost went to animation college. Really? I almost took it. Oh, yeah. I suppose, yes, because that combined the art and the yeah. voices. And... and I used to do the plasticine oh. stuff. So I, I made loads of um, little animation films. All oh. sort of Wallace and Gromit inspired. But I don't think they exist anymore, sadly. Oh. But they were, you know, they were shit, obviously. They were, but they were fun. Ardman was probably shit when it started. <laughs> well, the first one was, well, now when you look at it, you're like, oh, it looks like an A-level student made it. But, of course, it was incredible back then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, they're just so sophisticated now. But I mean, I, I still love... think Morph was sophisticated, but there we go. <laughs> yeah. But the humour is Ooh. amazing, isn't it? The comedy is unbelievable. I love Wallace and Gromit. Well, uh, Jeff will. Jeff will. Uh, Jeff cannot hear any form of brass band music without crying. <laughs> oh. It acts. I don't know what oh. it is about it, but it acts like. Yeah, just, I love a brass band. Yeah. Uh, so, qu uh, qu um, you know, even if it's Christmas carols, even if it's Coronation Street, it. Mm, well, that's quite mournful, isn't it? <laughs> Raining. Um, uh, but yes, it, the thing that always gets me is is the the the. Um, the miners' choirs, you know, the miners, yeah. not choirs, the miners, miners' bands. Anyway, uh, colliery bands, that's the one. Um, so, uh, Jeff is going to cry at this and you're going to cheer at this because Yay. it is Wallace and Gromit a la The Archers and I shall play How it. How brilliant. Now, goodbye everybody. So we will, there will be a show next week, assuming yeah. I pedal hard enough to get the internet and, and I'm actually there. Uh, which is another issue and um and then we'll have the meet up on the monday and on behalf of me and all the listeners may we wish you a pleasant crossing <laughs> of the border thank you very much passport control waving me leak <laughs> right ready yeah <laughs>
fabulous. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.